Hi, everybody. Uh, we don't go too, too into it, but before we start the episode, I just wanted to say that due to the lyrical nature of this song and some other songs uh, that uh, the Toadies do, um, I just wanted to mention that we do talk a little bit about rape and sexual assault, where those are definitely heavy themes uh, throughout the song. So if that's something that you would prefer not to listen to, um, you may want to skip this one. Thanks. Your wish is my command. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Is that going to go against... Mute. Is that going to go against our allotted allowance of music that we get to have? <laughs> I am thankful that we've never been busted for doing too doing too much music. I am, Yeah, it's never popped up. Please don't say anything. Um, yeah, it never seems to. Can't put my hat on. <clears throat> Can't hurt put my hat on the bed. I've learned that's... Uh, you can put the head on the bed. No, no, that's bad luck. Oh, whatever. Yeah, I, I know you're not. You're not. I'm a little superstitious. Have you done it in the past? By accident. Did you have bad luck? No, I have bad luck. Uh, well, if it wasn't for bad luck, I wouldn't have any. <laughs> fucking, okay, ah! I'm fucking Charlie Brown. Right. See, well, that's what you get for not putting your head on the bed. Lyrics to go the podcast where we take a deep dive into lyrics that are questionable at best. I'm gonna keep that in. I don't give a fuck. I hope uh, I'm marking him here with Seth. How are you? Seth? I'm good. My leg turned yellow. Oh, not because of the dog. No, no. Uh, no. Remember, I, I because you yes. How is it going? It's it's better. It's definitely good. better at this point. But uh, you did walk in with that usual swagger. It uh, it just it it my 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 ankle turned purple and swelled up, but now my legs like yellowish. From like, like a light bruising, it's weird. Yeah, it's mm. really strange looking. My wife saw it. She's like, "My wife said, boy, your leg looks kind of strange.' But no, I, I'm I'm able to walk. I feel a little bit better. In a couple of days, I'll be able to stand on my tippy toes again when I when I lean up to kiss my wife. Good. Yeah, glad to hear. It. I'm surprised you're not questioning. What do you mean lean up? Your wife's short. Well, I was kind of wondering about that. I was going <laughs> to ask you. For those of you who don't know, uh, Jen uh, Seth's wife. Seth's wife is a is a short queen. Yes. And Seth, you're not tall necessarily. We're about I'm, we're I'm about as, the same height. I think we're about as average as it gets yeah. in the United States. In yeah. in the world. <laughs> yeah, maybe. I'm about as average as it gets as a human being. Welcome to mediocrity to go, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> yes. Uh, how are um, you feeling? How are you doing? I'm doing okay. Okay. I'm doing okay. I mean, um yeah, I just bought a drum set today. Gear purchase should make you happier. <laughs> I uh well, you know, when you take money out of the bank to buy stuff that you don't need, mm. um, there's a bunch of feelings that go on. Um, so I'm glad to have another drum set, I guess. This will be my fourth mm. that I own currently. I've got to make some decisions on. I'm act- I actually hit up your ex-bandmate, Danny, about maybe buying my old drum set, possibly. I'm trying to decide if I'm going to get rid of the drum set that I've currently been playing out does with. Does he have or what. it? He does not have it, but he wants it. And when he played it for the Strip Club Moms reunion, he said, if you ever sell this drum set, Oh, you come to me. Oh. I said, okay. You know, it's really strange. Danny's an odd guy. When he says stuff like that, he usually means it. Well, we'll see. Yeah, I, yeah. I mean, I got to see whether or not I want to sell it, and I got to see what what he thinks it's worth. So. Right on. Uh, in any event, doing okay. Little bit of a weird song. I actually called up uh, listener John Capozo today um, to see about uh, a purchase that I had made to see if he was interested, and he said. 
very, very excited for Monday, very, very excited for the song you're going to be doing, which is Possum Kingdom by the Toadies um, off of the the album Rubberneck. This has been suggested by multiple people. Mm-hmm. This is one that, that nobody, it, right up there with uh, every breath you take, and whenever I describe to every people what we were doing on this show and they hadn't heard it before, inevitably someone always said, every, like, every breath you take, and then number two is this one. Yeah. Yeah, I heard a lot of people say you should do it. Now, there's another song. I mean, well, I guess let's talk a little bit about... So, Toadies, let's talk a little bit about your history with this song and this band. Can you talk about your history with this song sure. and this band? Yeah, Please. absolutely. Yeah. I know I usually... We, we start off with me. I want to hear... fair. I want to hear yours. Um, So, uh, you know, I was born in 1980. So, this album came out in 1994... Very, very much in my wheelhouse. I was listening to alternative rock. I was listening to alternative radio. It was right before I got into indie music, um, but I was definitely listening to grunge, alternative, whatever. Um, anything on Interscope, basically, uh, which this band was on, that label, along with Primus and a bunch of other mm. of my favorite bands. Just like they, you know, they were putting out everything I wanted to listen to. And this was their, I mean, I don't know, if I, I think this might have been their first single or second single off of this. They ended up releasing, I read somewhere, six singles from this. That is correct. Um, which is insane. Um, I loved it. I mean, I loved the sound of it. Um, I, I didn't, you know, I, I didn't pay a lot of attention at first to the lyrics. And then when I did, I was like, oh, yeah. Even as a teenager, I was like, hmm, mm-mm, Okay. Uh, and there are some other songs on this album that we'll talk about as well. Um, mm-hmm. But I, I definitely, I had this album. I had Rubberneck. My mom liked this song. Um, so it got a lot of play in our house uh, when I was younger. Uh, but yeah, I liked it. I liked Toadies from what I knew of them. Uh, named after. Go ahead. A Minutemen song. Oh, are they named after They are toadies? named after Toadies. Toadies. That's that. Yeah. Yes. Wow. That's yes. insane. A couple of my favorite like bands are named after Radiohead is named after a Talking Head song right. uh, that is featured on the uh, film True Stories, which a lot of people hate on that soundtrack and on that movie. Uh, it is weird, but I, I really, really like it. But there is a song called Radiohead mm-hmm. uh, where they got their name. It's got a little bit of a Scott feel to it as well. Uh, and Toadies being named after uh, the Minutemen. Minutemen band. Uh, eventually, after D Boone died, they turned into Firehose. They got their name from Subterranean Homesick Blues by Bob Dylan. Don't be a, keep a clean nose and don't carry around. Don't hang around with those that carry around a fire hose. There you are. That's how they got theirs. All kinds of weird little ways people get their band names. I didn't. I've known about the Toadies for years, and I've no, I know that song just mm-hmm. because it's on one of my favorite re- records, Double Nickels on the Dimes. Um, and never put two and two together that it might even be, well, shit, it makes me like them a little bit more now. Yeah, and I and yeah. I will mention, you, you said it, and I know I'm going to fuck it up at some point here, too, but the name of the band is Toadies, not The Toadies. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are a couple of bands that are very, very like particular about that, um, that they don't want The put in front of it. I can't think of any other bands off the top of my head, but I know there are a lot of bands that have that kind of that policy. Mm-hmm. Um, and in part, it's because the, the song is called toadies and yeah. that's it right um but yeah so uh, what about you uh you 1994 1994 right mm-hmm. so we are coming out of a grunge hangover in the united states in utero had just come out 
By the way, everybody I know and their mother has been talking about Conan O'Brien interviewing uh, Steve Albini, Chris Novoselic, and Dave Grohl about the 30th anniversary of In Utero being released and the production thereof. It's a great episode. We're 94. We're coming out of we're we got a uh, we're coming out of this grunge thing, and it seems like there's a proliferation of alt rock grunge-ish bands all over the place. And by this time, me being the musical at that time hipster that I was, was not prone to liking anything that was at that point, oddly enough, radio friendly. I think that if this band had come out four years before, I might be into them more than I was. Um, But in 1994, I had just gotten a job working at Peaches Records. Mm. Rubberneck came out. It immediately went on the rotation of what we listened to in the five-disc CD changer uh, player, and we were listening to it every day, and it drove me nuts. I didn't... uh, (laughs) It was one of those ones like uh, uh, Jagged Little Pill had just come out. Um, Tuesday Night Music Club had just come out, and hearing them over and over... Drove me insane. Of course, I love Tuesday Night Music Club now. I love Jack This ain't no country now. club either. That's right. This, this is, is L.A. Um, I, I love Jack Cheryl Gold. Crow, in case you don't know. Right. Um, but this one I, never grew on me the way that it did. We heard all of the songs, but this is the one that people came in and asked for the single on when they were still making cassette singles, and they, they this did exist. We did sell it, and I didn't want to hear it, and I think... Looking back on it, the reason never I, I never warmed up to it over time, Mark, is because I did pay attention to the lyrics from the very get-go, and they sounded creepy to me and somewhat disingenuous. Mm-hmm. So I didn't really like the song. I still, it never really caught on. Now, listening to it now and paying attention, there's tons of elements of this song that I should like, that I should enjoy. But they still just hit me wrong. Uh, they, they just hit in the wrong way. I, I would liken it a lot to we did Toxicity. Or I'm, I'm sorry, uh, System of a Down. Mm-hmm. We did uh, toxic- Chop Suey. Chop Suey. And uh, th- in that way, I say that they... System of a Down is a band that I don't particularly like and I shouldn't like. But when I pay attention to them, I wind up liking them a little more. Okay. This band is a band that I don't particularly like a whole lot very much. And when I wind up listening to them and paying attention, I like them a little bit less. Not a lot less, just a little bit. Okay. So it's it's kind of in that vein, sort of. Sure. Yeah. I can't remember where I saw. I'm kind of looking around now, and I'm not finding in my notes where I saw that they had released five or, or six singles on yeah, here. Yeah, they did. They put out a ton. So one of the other ones that we heard in the store all the time was Mr. Love. That was on yeah. quite a bit. Um, so interestingly, I, when I look up singles on the uh, album uh, Wikipedia, there are two, and those are um, Possum Kingdom and Away, mm-hmm. which I remember those. But I remember I Burn getting some play mm-hmm. and Mr. Love getting some play. So not really sure um, you know, how that works uh, out. None of them... And to be frank with you, I don't really care. Right. None of them hit like this song. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, so... We'll talk a little bit, I guess, about the history of of the band. Let's go. Um, so they are uh, they were formed in 1989 in Fort Worth, Texas. Uh, they have they definitely have a Texas kind of feel to them. Mm-hmm. Um, the singer Vaden Todd Lewis is his name, um, who was kind of the the linchpin. He was this the main songwriter, guitarist, and singer. We watched the music video, which is. Super fucking creepy um, to go along with the song and just kind of the feel of the band. Um, 
you know, it's just it's just weird. They are a weird band. It's kind of weird that they existed for as long as they did. And with a female in the band with some of the lyrical content going on. Um, yeah, I don't know. They released this album um, and they disbanded in 2001 while they were working on their second album. And uh, they just broke up after that. They were working on an album called Feeler. They ended up getting back together with a new uh, with a new lineup and a new bassist and I think a new drummer maybe. And uh, the, Elliot Smith was on Feeler. Is that not crazy? That is crazy. In two thousand and one, not long before he died. Jeez. Yeah, I had no idea. You know, he's been dead like twenty years now. Yeah. Is that not crazy? Is that not feel insane? Old. Jesus. Elliot Smith stabbed himself in the chest twenty years ago. Oh my god. Uh, gold and platinum uh, status in December of 1995 and 96, respectively. Uh, this song is featured in Guitar Hero 2, along with Away and Tyler. So we should talk a little bit about this band and kind of their creepiness. So there are there is another song called I Burn that I mentioned briefly before. Okay. And I'm going to briefly go over the lyrics of both I Burn and I'm going to go over the lyrics of another song called Tyler, which a couple people had mentioned that we should do Tyler. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm going to talk about Tyler first because it is just outwardly fucking creepy. The lyrics are, and she runs through her days with a smile on her face and she runs and she waits and I wait. We can drive to any place day and night to cross this state. And in the morning into Mexico, we will wake up and I find a window in the kitchen and I let myself in. I rummage through a refrigerator and find myself a beer. I can't believe I'm really here. And she's lying in that bed. I can almost feel her touch and her anxious breath. I stumble in the hallway outside the bedroom door. I hear her call out to me. I hear the fear in her voice. She pulls the covers tighter. I press against the door. I will be with her tonight. Yeah, I will be with her tonight. See, man, see, the feeling that I just got from that right there is the same feeling that I got hearing Possum Kingdom in 94. Mm. It's the same It's the same kind of feeling. So go ahead with these I Burn lyrics. I want to hear these. So, well, I will just say that that that, that song is loosely based, quote unquote, um, uh, there's a town that close to where they lived called Tyler, Texas, Tyler, Texas. which is why it's called Tyler. Um, an account of a rape that happened within the town. Jamie Foxx is from there. Oh, yeah. I did not know that. Mm-hmm. Um, so, again, you know, not not about Vaden, but uh, still it's a little scary, a little intense yeah. to choose to sing about that. Now, I Burn is apparently supposed to be the predecessor to this song, according to members of the band. Drifting upward, gently lifting, lazy on the wind, rolling over, turning slowly, beginning and the end. Fire is bright, fire is clean, never so alive. Smoke is freedom, flame is mercy. I am free tonight and I burn. Stoke the embers, cleanse the spirit, a prayer in every spark. Feel the lick of bad religion and finish and the finish and the start. In the beginning, we were smarter and the flame was heaven sent. Through the ages, we got stupid. Now we must repent. And I burn. Um, There are, I mean, there are other lyrics here, but basically the song is about 
Immolation? Immolation. Oh, my God. Yeah, self-immolation, which, yeah. if you're not big on bigger words, means setting yourself on fire. And it is the final song on this album, um, and it says the song leads into Possum Kingdom, which is told from the same character, um, which we'll go into a little bit more. I think it's a little weird that this is the last song on the album and is supposed to lead into a song that is previously on the album. It's a little clunky, maybe. Uh, but, you know, whatever. You can know. I can I I, I was going to save this for later in the sure. episode, but I feel like I should do it right now. Um, this song has a vibe to it that I think is better expressed by better artists. That's just my opinion. Uh, I, I don't hate this song as much now as I did when I was younger by virtue of not having to hear it every day. But it has a certain vibe to it that is expressed. I think I might have mentioned this song before on the show. It's by the uh, uh, two brothers uh, from Tennessee that used to sing together in the 50s and 60s called the Leuven Brothers. It's called Knoxville Girl. And uh, the words to that are, I met a little girl in Knoxville, a town we all know, and every Sunday out in her home I dwell. We'd take her on an, we went to take an e evening walk about a mile from the town. I picked up a stick up off the ground and knocked that fair girl down. She fell down on her bended knees. For mercy, she did cry. Oh, Willie, dear, don't kill me here. I'm unprepared to die. She never spoke another word. I only beat her more until the ground around me within her blood did flow. Um... I get, you know, I get the same kind of feeling from this song, even though the words aren't as explicit, but I get the same feeling. Yeah. Um, Vaden Todd Lewis. It's so weird to call him Vaden Todd. Vaden sounds like, like the German word for mister or something. Cause Todd <laughs> Lewis sounds like a name for the German word for murder. or something. <laughs> so the, I'll just, maybe I'll just reference him as the singer. Uh, said that he was going to a party with a girl he was dating and he could hear someone talking about setting themselves on fire to uh, become a higher power uh, through self-immolation and basically leaving the physical realm. Oh, a dum-dum. And so he, he wrote he wrote the song about it. Yeah, mm -hmm. well, uh, I would agree with you. Yeah. Um, in any event, uh, we eventually get to Possum Kingdom, which is a song that we're talking about. But I kind of wanted to say that other stuff because... Uh, we, you know, we're doing this song, I think, in, lar in large part, again, it, it gets a little tricky. We don't, I, you know, I don't think anyone, hmm, I don't think anyone thinks that this Vaden dude is doing this stuff or wants to do this stuff. It's just weird that he's talking about it. And again, it's one of those things. I think this is one of those episodes, I guess. We've been lucky. We've been fortunate to be able to kind of lean on. Maybe you've never paid attention to the lyrics and heard what they're about. So sometimes we'll say, did you know this song is about this thing? How wild is that? Um, but we tried not to just do anything where someone, you know, the example I keep using is a lot of Marilyn Manson stuff where he's singing fucked up stuff, but he's singing from the van from the viewpoint of someone else. So it's not like he is the one, uh, even though the songs are fucked up or whatever, he, I'm not saying he is the one that is saying X, Y, or Z, or he believes it. He's just singing on the behalf of somebody and telling a story, mm. which is kind of what this is doing. I do think that a lot of people don't realize <laughs> the kind of stuff that he's that he's saying, possibly. I, from the get-go with Possum Kingdom, knew it. I paid attention. I hung on every word when I first heard it. So I knew what was going on. Now, at that time, that seemed to be the... the, the, the Mark, yes. Dark songs were prolific at that time period. 
I was kind of getting a little bit burnout on them. And that was, uh, that was my aversion to this song at first. But I don't think for a minute, I don't think that he really, that, this, that we're looking at a guy who's going to act on any of these things or, or they're autobiographical. I just think that was somebody that was obsessed, you know, like your horror movie fan that likes to watch, you know, hack and slasher movies. Right. It's kind of that type of thing. It's like how every metal head that I know is one of the nicest human beings on the face of the planet. They look, to be completely Terrifying. honest... No, the guys in this band. Oh, in this band, yeah, look, look like, like the nicest guys in the world. I mean, you'd expect them to work at any of your Starbucks. Yeah, exactly. So, um, a couple things I'll mention also real quick before we get started, as we always do. The song is in a strange time signature. Um, oh, if you don't know anything about music, it might be kind of hard to explain. But if you if you know, you know. I. It was the first thing that I was going to bring up before we actually got into the lyrics. And that's that if you listen, in most songs that you listen to, we'll just take a second to go kind of like this. One, two, three, four. One, two, three, four. This song goes one, two, three, four. One, two, three, one, two, three, four. One, two, three, four. So um, it's kind of weird. Yeah, you're close. Yeah. Uh, it's in it's in seven, four, four, four time. So it's in one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. One, two, three, four. One, two, three, four. Which is essentially what I just did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, but uh, it's uh, so it's 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 strange. It's weird. I did, I did see, I did see a band do this. There's a place in Port Charlotte um, has very good food um, that also has live bands. And I went there with my girlfriend at the time. There was a band playing this, and it's. It's a little tricky to play. It's not the hardest song on the face of the planet. But as a musician, it is not in your standard 4-4. So it can be a little funky and it goes back and forth. Um, so you have to be paying attention to remember where you're at. And this band just absolutely Nails fucked it, it up. <laughs> oh, the one in... in the... They just... Th this band that was covering it just oh. ate shit. I would have to say it's the coolest thing about the it is, song. It is very, very cool. And it's one yeah. of the things... I mean, you know, whatever. I, I, I like the song and, and whatever. But, like, it definitely is one of those things that I think may have kind of even influenced me as an arranger and a songwriter of wanting to, like... Do something one way and then flip it and then do it another way and then flip it back to do it the first way. Um, so it's it's definitely like it's definitely a thing. But this band did, you know, if you don't know, if you're in a band, the one thing you don't want to do on a stage is stop in the middle of a song. Stop, yeah. Like you just find a way to fucking get through it. If you stop and then, you know, you, you, you you're now having people pay you to have a practice. You don't stop. And they stopped, and not only did they stop, but they started the song again, Ooh. which is even more damning, and they fucked it up again. They somehow got through it, but it was not pretty, and I was just thinking to myself, like, that poor drummer is just, just cannot get mm. this figured out. This time signature makes the breakdown in the middle of the song sound cool as fuck. Yes. It does. Yeah. It yeah. It is, uh, it is cool, and they're, they're a normal looking, but I guess relatively cool looking band i mean they look like they're from the 90s yeah um i will mention also that there is a possum kingdom lake uh it's actually apparently um a bit of a state park called possum kingdom so it is named after that uh which is the the lake that is being mentioned in the song should we get started with the lyrics 
So it starts with uh, a little slow burn on the guitar. Yep. You know, we got and, that long build up. Everything about the, the, the that that build up with that guitar in this song tells me I should like it. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm like when I hear it, I'm like I should like this song because of the 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 weird time signature and the and and the way the guitar. So they get a really good guitar sound. Once again, it just for some reason hits me the wrong way. And these lyrics have like the the vocals have this little bit of like lead up where it's like yay like mm-hmm. before they he says the words Some so they're quick crescendo, this weird yeah. like uh like pre like pre-reverb like pre-verb <laughs> um i so hate th- it when that gets on my leg <laughs> <laughs> and we get then we get the first verse make up your mind decide to walk with me around the lake tonight Around the lake tonight, by my side. <laughs> Is that enough for now? There's not. Yeah, there's not. There's not a whole ton there. Make up your mind, other than I, I, it. It. Uh, this is. What... I implore you, woman. I'm assuming that he's singing to a woman to make up your mind and opening the song that way just does not lend yourself to a warm fuzzy feeling no no it doesn't at all uh, as a matter of fact it, it kind of it, it unnerved me right from the get-go the first time that i heard it um decide to walk with me these sound like commands not requests i was just gonna say uh, your honor leading the witness <laughs> to say you know make up your mind i mean first off is pretty pressuring and then it's uh you know he's saying decide to walk with me he's not saying you should choose whether or not he's like the answer is yes. Let's take this a step make further. Up the mind and make up your mind now, pressure, and I'm only really going to give you the option of saying yes. And taking it a step further, leading the victim around the lake tonight, around the lake tonight. By my side. As if one saying it once is, you know, is, is, is uh, convincing enough. Yeah. And if that isn't creepy enough, we get our second verse. I'm not gonna lie. I'll not be a gentleman. Behind the boathouse, I'll show you my dark secret. I've said it on this show before, Mark. Whenever you hear anybody say, just trust me, that's when you don't trust them. <laughs> and that's essentially what this first line says. I'm not going to lie. It's the same thing. Trust me. Don't fucking trust them. Especially when you say trust me involving something in a, in, in, with a boathouse. There's like Friday the 13th vibes written all over that. Well, I mean, he says, I'm not going to lie. I won't be a gentleman. So are you saying that he will be a gentleman? Am I saying? Well, you're saying when someone says, trust me, you're, you shouldn't trust them. But he's saying, he's basically saying, trust me, I'm going to be a piece of shit. I'm just saying that the first time you hear anybody say, trust me, nothing good can come of it. Well, that's... Nothing yeah. good can come of it. I think that's what I should have said. Uh, yeah, so in this case, you can trust him, but still nothing <laughs> good is going to come from it. Um, and behind the boathouse, man, just boat, nothing good happens in boathouses. Yeah, I wonder what made him think choose a uh, a boathouse. I will say, I you know, it's been a long time since we've talked about comments on songs, but I, I had to mention this. There was someone who commented on song facts, T from Bomb, who said, 
All I know is that I'm not going to lie, I'll not be a gentleman is one of the dead sexiest lyrics written in the words of Pam Poovey, sploosh. What? Uh, I guess there are some that are into that. I guess it takes all kinds in the United States, Marks. Well, I mean, you know, I think there's definitely something to be said for if if it, if it's something coming from someone that you're into, it can change the context. So maybe she's got a thing for Vaden. And so in the case of Vaden, it's like, okay. But that's, uh, I don't know, that's weird. I'm glad that <laughs> I her... I thought that was very bizarre to be like, ooh, I will not be a gentleman is the sexiest thing I ever heard. It's like, <laughs> Okay. I love that her choice of onomatopoeia is sploosh. <laughs> I love that. It's, it reminds me of when I asked Jen to go for a bike ride in the evenings after dinner, and she goes, meet Bob Sorp. Did you see what Genius had to write on this? Uh, yes, oh, I it's did. Great. Behind the boathouse, the secret could be, A, a dead body, B, sexual innuendo, C, is vampirism. <laughs> Or D, something else. This song is purposely vague at the on, uh, on the point. Yeah, so well, let's talk a little about the vampire thing. So there are a couple of other lines that happen throughout this, uh, as well as this one, um, you know, talking about her, like, staying young forever, basically, and we'll, we'll get to those lyrics that led a lot of people to right. think that this song is about a vampire. It's pretty much the only thing, I mean, the Dark Secret, I don't think, really says anything very specific on him being a vampire. I guess it might be the the soft skin thing or whatever. Uh, But I don't know where people got that other than those lines. To me, I mean, my dark secret is Mm. just probably some disgusting shit. I was just, man. (laughs) Probably something that, well, I mean, apparently T from Bomb wants to know. Wants to sploosh. Yeah, she wants to sploosh all over it. Um, So good for her. But yeah, uh, just this is definitely where the the fucking creep factor starts ramping up for sure. Yeah. Um, I mean, wouldn't it be like crazy if it was like I want to show you my dark secret? Like I can pull my nutsack over my balls and cock. I want you to see that <laughs> something really fucking dark, <laughs> something terrible. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, did you see the 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 uh, Prince Harry Meghan Markle episode of South Park? I did not. Oh my god, there's a scene in it where he just goes. It just comes out of nowhere. They want they want their privacy, so they go around and they turn everything into a privacy secret. But when when Kyle won't react to them, he just walks out of the house and goes, I'll give him what for with my blue penis. And he walks over and pulls down his penis, <laughs> and he's got a blue cock and balls and rubs it on his window. Makes no fucking sense. I don't know. I was falling over laughing. That's good. Just Yeah, I guess that's what this guy was showing behind the boathouse. Uh, verse three, we've got more. We got more truth. He says, I'm not gonna lie. I want you for mine. My blushing bride. My lover. Be my lover, yeah. Don't be afraid. I didn't mean to scare you. So help me, Jesus. I want you for mine. Yeah, boy. Yeah. This whole take possession thing leaves the door wide open for tons of possibilities that just all end bad. And and I th- and, and and if you watch the video, you know right where it goes. 
If you've heard the song Knoxville Girl, you know right where the fuck it goes. This has, this, uh, Mark, I just realized something. This got Southern Gothic written all over it again. These guys are from Fort Worth. So, yeah, yeah it's got that, you know, it's got that dark, that Southern darkness in it. Uh, and I didn't mean to scare you. Mm. God, man. So help me, Jesus. And he invokes the name of our Lord and Savior. That just makes it hurt even worse. Now, meanwhile, while he's telling you, I didn't mean to scare you and let's go for a walk and pressuring her to make up her mind, etc. The music video has got a guy dragging around a body bag around a lake. Right. Um, you know, with a bunch of interstitial cuts of the band playing in a four foot wide, 80 foot deep Maybe room. like a, a bottomless shipping container. Yeah, I mean, it's exa- it looks yeah. exactly like a shipping container with like two weird old like 1950s harmonica microphones hanging from the ceiling. Yeah, like a short bullet or something. Yeah. Um, and uh, and the band playing with a uh, very overzealous crowd. Uh, and then more of the uh, the the guy dragging. I mean, there's so much of this body bag. There is so much disturbing right from the get-go. I think one of the things that Mark overlooked that's very important in this video is at first when he starts, when the vocals come in, you see Vaden singing and he begins every line with his eyes open. And as he begins to sing, his eyes shut. And it looks like, like he's trying to impart some deeper soul or meaning into every line with his closed eyes. I don't know. Mark, did you catch the same crazy vibe that I did from those closed eyes? Uh, I didn't. I didn't, didn't really. I, I mean, I was, uh, I don't know. I was kind of just paying attention to the other members of the band. Hmm. Um, but, uh, you know, I, I take your word for it. So, yeah. Uh, but let's uh, let's go ahead and get back to um, these these words. So yeah, we get the "I'm not gonna lie, I want you for mine, my blushing bride," and then it, it seems like he's kind of like it almost seems like she doesn't get it yet, and he's like, "My lover, be my lover." <laughs> it's like okay, I guess we're just gonna like be a little bit more uh, more on point about it, uh, and then don't be afraid. I didn't mean to scare you. Has all me, Jesus. I don't think we know anybody who believes him. Um. We go back to the little intro, and then uh, we get to the lines that I think are mostly what uh, what made what led people to think that this is some vampirism shit. I can promise you, you'll stay as beautiful with dark hair and soft skin forever. Uh, so I think that this may be kind of where people think like dark hair, soft skin, um, youthful, like forever youthful, forever. I think a lot of people just associate that staying beautiful and staying relatively long, young with dark hair and soft skin forever being like a vampire thing. I It's just... I think he's kind of lending the the topic of the song. I don't want to say it's him. The topic of the song over to that uh, serial killer, I don't know, like a Buffalo Bill type belief that, you know, I can preserve your skin and, and, and use it and the fixation with youth and, you know, and, and soft skin being kept that way forever. 
of course, as people age, they don't have the soft skin anymore. So I'm going to kill you and keep you in this state. Did you ever hear of a guy named Carl Tansler, Mark? No, I don't think he was so. from Key West. And he found this girl that he became infatuated with. Is this with. the doctor yeah, and with and a woman got, who got uh, tuberculosis? Exactly. I, I have heard of this guy. And he essentially kind of mummified her and turned her into this like object of obsession. He was like in love with her and kept her uh, and was able to like, you know, preserve her to keep her in a state of, you know, I guess what he would consider perfection. It, it runs parallel. He robbed her mausoleum. And preserved her with gauze and bandages right. and even made a vagina uh, oh. for her and would uh, lay in bed next to her. So it's I'm catching very creepy. Veden Tansler vibes all over this damn thing right now, which is we're too close to Key West, Mark. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I'm sorry, but that's just some psyche shit. This is crazy. It is definitely weird. Uh, yeah. I don't really know what to say about this other than holy fucking shit um you know with with a lot of the talk about ai and about advancements in technology um and a lot of like the creepy stuff that people think about like people like harvesting young people's blood to stay young forever uh this is just like fucking setting off every alarm eating babies a california cheeseburger <laughs> all that good pizza gate um, so yeah, I mean, I, what is there really to say about this other than it's creepy as shit. We can talk a little bit about Jesus Christ. Excuse me. I, I had a Portillo sandwich. Uh, say, oh, hey now. And, uh, it was delicious, but it's fighting its way out. Man. It's, it's not, it's not letting me go down. It's not letting me go easy. Um, <clears throat> we'll talk a little bit about I burn and how it relates to this. So, uh, the character in the song, the one with the dark secret, also shows up in the rubber neck track, I Burn, where he sets himself on fire so he goes to a more ethereal place. It doesn't work out for him, and he ends up haunting the lake at Possum Kingdom. So he's basically, at that point, haunting Possum Kingdom and walking around trying to find someone to live with, basically. Okay. Um, this is from uh, this is from Vaden. I was reading... A lot of Stephen King and similar types horror fiction and every dark thing that I could read. So the song is about a character that's in kind of stuck in another world out floating around Possum Kingdom Lake. He's lonely and freaked out and just wanting to lure somebody else into his little realm. Lure someone else is a very specific word. He's La Llorona. This guy wants to convince somebody else to do what he did, which is to burn themselves alive in order to be this other thing. The essence of that is taking something that is beautiful and whole and destroying it in order to create something else. That's why in the video, there's a creepy guy with a block of ice and he's creating this ice sculpture, which will be beautiful for just a moment. And then it's going to melt and just be nothing. It's weird. It's how my brain works, which it's weird. It's how my brain works might be the best summation <laughs> of this song of and this, music of video this album so to of this speak. of yeah. this album yeah i mean if 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 it's working the way that it is that the songs you know work in conjunction is, are we dealing with a thematic record you know a la the wall except it's all about you know purification through death and immolation and fucking oh man jesus christ veden say it ain't so yeah and 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 rape and a bunch of other weird shit ice sculpting but everything that you t- <laughs> and and ice sculpting yeah um, <clears throat> which is the scariest. Part. So then we get, uh, we get some more pressure. 
Make up your mind. Make up your mind, and I'll promise you I will treat you well, my sweet angel. So help me, Jesus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Give it up to me. Give it up to me. Do you want to be my angel? I'm not going to read this over and yeah, over it again. Goes it just goes on for a long yeah. time. Uh, yeah, give it up to me. Is is wrong on so many different levels. Yeah. I mean, you know, it just sounds like a creepy guy giving it up to, you know, give it up to me. And then, or give it up to me as in, you know, give your life to me so that I can perform whatever dastardly shit that gets me off, mm -hmm. you know. Yeah. Uh, what I want to know is, uh, the female listeners, I want to know if this song is hot to you. Another thing that I read is that a lot of strippers would use this mm -hmm. in their um, in their dance routines. Um, and, you know, again, I mean, consent is the thing, right? I mean, we are not, you know, I'm not here to tell people that they can't find this song hot, I guess. Um, I'm just trying to think of like the, the mindset of someone who hears a song and is like, this is decidedly hot. Um, when it is very pressury and I don't know, it just, it reeks of, uh, oh, it reeks of, uh, I mean the make up your mind, make up your mind. Like if, if you read these lyrics in a certain way where it wasn't just like, you know, make up your mind. If you were just like, make up your mind, make up your mind. It's like, Jesus. Well, Mark, you bring up the best possible time to pose this question, especially in the song and the point where we are in it. This is where this little breakdown comes in, where it is not quite what I would call a, um, a guitar solo. This guy, this guitar player, not Veden, not the guy doing the rhythm, but the lead, the guy that's doing the lead part, kind of leans into that fucking whammy bar. I was just like going to say, crazy. the guy who's, who's probably paid by whammy bar he is by, by floyd rose yeah he is he is like going for a fucking grammy go ahead and say it oh like your father yes going for a grammy with that whammy bar use we have not seen this is he so going much. for a whammy grammy a whammy grammy that's what's happening as we get to this point of song the bass takes over bass sounds uh, i'll be the first one to say it the drum the rhythm section in this band bass sounds cool what kind of bass is that i think mark it's a rickenbacker we might go into the detail on this at the end, but I was questioning it at the when we watched the video. It's definitely a rigmarole, but it sounds so cool at this part. Yeah. You start hear this boom, 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 boom on that weird time yep. signature. Do, 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 so, do, 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 and this leads us to, he starts singing, "Be my angel." So, if there's any part of the song that a girl that dances for a living on a stage is going to want to focus on, that bass groove, the mm -hmm. "Be my angel." This is where it's coming in. If you leave out the first half of the song, well, this is where she could be making the dollars. Well, yeah. And I mean, uh, again, I, I think like inside the realm of. But then it gets ruined with Dude, You Want to Die. <laughs> 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 yeah. 
<laughs> which yeah we'll get to that here in yeah, a minute yeah, yeah. but uh, make up your mind and and again you you kind of mentioned earlier i'll promise you i'll treat you well my sweet angel so help me jesus the last time he said so help me jesus he said i didn't mean to scare you and i i didn't buy it there and i don't buy it here mm-hmm. i mean you're so are you telling me that i'm supposed to trust a fucking ghost who set himself on fire that uh, they're not going to, they're not trying to scare me and that they're going to treat me well. I'm sorry, but self immolation ghosts around a lake are one of the last people I'm going to fucking trust, especially when they said, so help me Jesus. I'm not following them to the mental health clinic. Yeah, no, I'm not. It's just not. It's uh, this reminds me of another thing. Have you ever heard of La Llorona? It's like a Mexican um, uh, creature, kind of like a banshee. She screams around a lake. Oh, because she's she's mourning the loss of her two children, and she drags people. Apparently, I think this is drags people into the lake. This is just remember, I'm not looking it up. It's just a story that I heard after my daughter got infatuated with that uh, from that movie uh, Coco. There's a song in it called La Llorona, uh-huh. and uh, and I looked it up, and and she, like it's 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 a wailing like a banshee type character okay. in Mexican folklore who wails the the missing her missing children. Kind of like if D. Snyder was a siren. <laughs> Kind of, kind of. Okay, I dig Appearing that. in front of the PMRC, screaming at them. <laughs> not going to take it. Uh, yeah, and give it up to me again. We've got more. I mean, just yeah, they could God. Stop. They I mean, stop saying that. The I under I, I guess in the world of 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 luring, I guess you have to put a little pressure on this, like having a sales job. You know, it's like sign on the dotted line. <laughs> and he's definitely doing a lot of that. Like, hey, give it up to me. Give it up to me. Don't you want to be my angel? Give it up to me. Come on. Come on. Come on. It's like a, an auctioneer. Getting those Glen Gary vibes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, a set of oh. steak knives. Always. ABS. Always be self-immolating. Uh, <laughs> Jesus, that's hard to say. Yeah. Um, so and then at the end of this giant buildup, he says, so help me, which sounds like something a character in a 1960s TV show would say. <laughs> he just so help me. Like... <laughs> I don't know why they chose that. I think I heard that on an episode of Dragnet once. So (laughs) we get Be My Angel a bunch. We found the body of a kid. So help me. (laughs) And then after a couple uh, Be My Angels, then it switches over from Do You Want to Be My Angel to Do You Want to Die? And says Do You Want to Die a bunch of times. Now, I'm going to guess that her answer is no. Right? I'm I don't know, man. I don't want to speak for her. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I, I mean, most girls, I think, would say no. I mean, the Knoxville girl bled, bed, begged for her life at this time, but you know, the, the Knoxville girl's not in the in the late twentieth centuries when all of a sudden you're dealing with the mass cynicism of the of the late of the early and late nineties. You know, you could be some girl out there in a flannel coat saying, "No, I'm tired. I'm uh, just go ahead and kill me." I don't know, man. It's, yeah, it's it's uh, it's kind of. I mean, I get like you made that that question about girls that like to dance to the song, you know, in their jobs. When you hear that, do you want to? It sounds very edgy and dangerous. It does. Uh-huh. So, you know, putting people on edge is that what their job is? It might it might work to effect. Yeah. Um, well, I don't want to die. If he's asking me, no thanks. Mark, Mark. It's a long, long rope that they hang you with, I hope, and I hope that I get old before I die. <laughs> I do. Okay. I want to well, die in you. my bed. Yeah. Yeah. I'm fine. I mean, I'm not scared of death, 
do I am I eager to die? No, I'm good. But I mean, especially to hang out with some fucking creep that's walking around the lake. It sounds boring. No. And no. I, I don't trust him. No, no, uh, no. You know, for him or his eyes. I'm good. Yeah. Uh, so I wonder, like, if he's a ghost from I burn, I wonder what his dark secret is. <laughs> Maybe his dark secret is I'm a ghost. <laughs> I have overdue library books. <laughs> well, I promise you, I will treat you well, my sweet angel. So help me, Jesus, 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 Man. Jesus. Yeah, this song does not end well, in my opinion. I mean, hypothetically or seriously, I just don't like the way it ends. The ching, 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 you know, the way it kind of peters. Oh, out. yeah. I don't like it. Oh, I love it. Do you? Yeah. I don't like it at all. Stylistically, Seth, I love this fucking song. I like the way it sounds. I like the back and forth, and I know that it's it's pretty repetitive. And I I I, I get that. I think you probably could have done. I mean, I it's cool that it's a build up. Um, probably could have knocked a good minute off of it with maybe not being yeah, it as is repetitive. Too long. It is. Um, but I mean, I always had a fun time. We would do this for live band karaoke, mm. and always had a fun time doing it. Um, but singers always fucked up because they didn't realize that it was a weird time signature. It was one of those that like you just think you know it and then you go to sing it and you're like, oh, fuck, this is way weirder than I thought. Mm. Um, but, you know, it was a fun song. This is this is a creepy ass fucking song. Very, very. If last week was uh, flat zeros and ones, this week's going through the roof, man. Yeah. Uh, well, what have you uh, what have you got? See, I was kind of overhearing about darkness and stuff like that when this song came out. I had moved on to more emotionally uh, involved music like Sebado and Pavement. When this song came out, those were those were like my bands. That's what I listened to more than anything else. And I really had kind of turned my back on uh, on on stuff like this. I, I think that maybe if it had come out at a different time, I'd have liked it more. But I still have a bad taste in my mouth when it comes to this song. Think that the rhythm section's got some cool shit going on on occasion, um, but we're going on lyrics, man. We're going on <clears throat> lyrics. And we that's, are. That's what. That's what. That's what tells us everything. The sound, the video, everything lends this, lends itself to a super high score when it comes to this week. My angel, when he says that, when he and it's it's all questioning. Yeah. It just it sounds like a you know a a, a, a man that's just putting too much. Uh, too much on a woman, maybe looking up too much at her and and uh, trying to lock her in, trying to keep her in that beautiful, that Tanzler state, so to speak. And that's just fucking scary. And I don't like that now. I didn't like it when I first heard it. Um, the soft skin, I think, is really, for me, what sets it over the edge. Yeah. When you're trying to preserve, you know, you're going to stay this beautiful young girl this beautiful young thing is what really, really just sends a goddamn shiver up my spine in the worst possible way. Mark, this is going. This is this is ratcheting up to the top. Before going, you give us score, I just want to mention one other thing that I forgot to mention before. To make it higher, uh, possibly. Uh, Lewis went on to say that there was supposedly a real stalker in Tyler, Texas. Yeah, who became and I did not choose these words. Okay, who had became a quote folk hero. 
I don't know why they use the word hero uh-huh. here. I was down there for Thanksgiving and after the family got through talking about who died and who's got cancer and all those things that families talk about, they started talking about this guy who was peeping in windows and started breaking into people's houses. He'd go out of his way to be seen and everyone is like armed to the teeth and he's like tapping on windows. Well, the text. whole family was freaked out about it, which sounds more like it was about Tyler than it was about this song. Yeah. Um, because they're saying this song is about this made up guy with a ghost, blah, 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 blah. But haunting a lake. Um, yeah. But obviously he, staring through windows makes it worse. You're right. Mark, a 9.6. Holy sh. Yes. I eh. don't like this song, Mark. And I think it, and it creeps. It, this song creeps me out. I'm not saying you're wrong, Seth. It does. I'm not here to say that you're wrong, and I can't say that I will give a score that is much lower than that. Because holy shit, that's yeah. It's it, that's how I feel. Here's the thing: I knew this song was creepy as shit, and I even now that I've read through the lyrics, even now I'm a little surprised. Um, knew it was creepy knew the lyrics sang the song guys i've sang the song we would do live band karaoke and if someone didn't show up they leaned on shaboy who has the voice of something that's not an angel the veden voice um and uh i would sing this song and i didn't even need the fucking lyrics i i just i just did it your boy knew but oh boy um fuck yeah, it's it's bad. Um, nine. Uh, wow. Yeah. Fuck nine nine five. Wow. Yeah, you're right. I, I mean, it, the it whole it scares it, the shit out. And of And here's the th- I mean, the whole purpose of it is to be creepy. We should mention that. Yeah. I, I think we've done some songs that don't intend on being creepy, and this song intends on being creepy. Yeah. And it, they and know, it, and it works to and effect, they, and they do it well. Yeah. Yeah. But I think some songs that are meant to be sexy or meant to be, you know, like Dave Matthews being crashing to me where it's like, <sighs> oh, like this is just hot. And this is just, you know, oh, I'm the king of the castle I was just gonna and say. you're the dirty rascal. I was like, how cute. And it's like, no, 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 no. That's scary. No, 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 no. <laughs> that, that part's creepy. And all the other lyrics are talking about you fucking looking at someone while they don't know. That's that. There's a problem with that. Well, there you go. Yeah, there's there's possible. This, this song works to effect, man. It, it does. does. It, it, they're they set out to do something and they did it. And Mark, I mean, there's all kinds of little things like in the video that audience creeped me the fuck out. That yeah, they're playing to those people. It looks like they're like they know the words, but they stop at certain points like they're not supposed to be singing them. And the look on their faces is they rock back and forth and lean and and, and the deflated look of the guitar player as he pushes into that whammy bar is just, it's just, he does some dive bombs that would fucking make dime bag, make dime bag Daryl turn <laughs> in his grave. Some dime bombs. Some dime um, bombs. Yeah. Yeah. Mark, this was, a, this was a tough one. It was. I mean, we did, I think we showed it for what it was to be completely honest with you. I agree. Yeah. So there you go. Uh, next up, uh, we had a listener mention this song to us. Seth, quickly quick and in a hurry sent it over to me and i was like let's go ahead and and let's just put it up there and get it done uh it's by uh it was requested by vance burge who told us we're gonna do island girl by elton john a hot off the presses yeah this one came up and we're like yeah we gotta do it right away 
Yeah, some... it's a it's a wonder that we didn't just push this a week back to do it. <laughs> it's definitely got some weird stuff going on. It does. Um, and I mean, you know, it did kind of catch a little flack for uh, for some of its lyrics. So I don't know if uh, the um, didn't, you know, the, the intro will 100 percent. Oh, I guarantee you time has not been kind of this song. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's yeah. absolutely true. Seth, anything you want to say before we wrap up? Oh, we had such a good time this week. We did. Back to we? just you and me. Yeah. We had Adam and Logan. That was so much fun last week. We had but, Kristen uh, and Fletcher. That was so much fun the week before. That's true. So we're coming from back to back. I almost asked John to be on today, uh, but we needed to have a we needed to have a, an, an empty nester. Yeah. Just you and me, baby. Yeah. You, me and the new drums. Thank you. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah. I got to go get those guys. Thank you so much for listening. We appreciate it. Uh, we will be back again next Monday uh, with another episode of a little podcast that we like to call lyrics to go. Thanks a lot for listening. Our theme song was done by Exploding Pages. If you have any questions, comments, or ideas for songs or lyrics, you can send them to lyrics2gopod at gmail.com. We'll be back here next week. <laughs> <laughs>